Train Your Body with the American College of Sports Medicine on RadioMD. RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. If you're trying to lose weight or keep better track of your calorie intake, as we talk about on these shows so often, while you're looking at so many of those fitness trackers that are out there, we've got Fitbits and pedometers and all kinds of things to help you keep track. But are they accurate in certain activities? My guest, of course, fan favorite, Dr. John Higgins, sports cardiologist for the University of Texas Health Science Center. Hey, Melanie. Hey. So, Dr. Higgins, I have a Fitbit. If I was strength training doing push-ups, is this thing going to be measuring anything I'm doing? Uh, Yeah, you know, it's going to be getting some of those, but it's probably not the best one, Melanie. There are some that look like they're a little bit better for if you're doing the resistance activity, particularly the Nike Plus Fuel Band SE and the Body Media Core. But the Nike Plus Fuel Band comes in best for resistance. The Body Media Core and the other devices like the Fitbit, they are very good for aerobic activity, like if you're walking, running, you know, doing some cycling, those sort of things, they tend to be better for those. And so it's kind of... Um, it's it's interesting, Melanie. I you know you not one activity tracker is is kind of perfect for all activities. I, that that's the bottom line. And you know the uh, Peter Drucker uh, once said, "What gets measured gets ma- managed." And I think a lot of people feel the important thing is for you who who does have a or are thinking about an activity tracker, if you're going to be using it and actually you know getting the results and making changes and and it motivates you then it's probably not too super important which one you use, as long as it works for you and it works you know, mainly for your activities. Tell us how something like the Nike Plus Fuel Band works to track strength training. Do you have to input things? Can it tell when you're doing push-ups or lunges, or is it just basically tracking movement? Yeah, well, the, the, the differences between the different... That's a great question, Melanie. Are The differences have to do with... Number one, where they, uh, the actual tracker is, you know, where it's worn on the body. Now, a lot of them are worn on the wrist, but uh, the body media core, for example, which, and that's the one that is used on The Biggest Loser on, on television, that is worn on the upper arm. And it also, and, and you know, so, so there's variation in where they're worn, but there's also variation in, in what they measure. Now, some of them, or pretty much most of them, have an accelerometer um, measuring device in them. Some are more sophisticated than others. So some will be able to tell basic acceleration on land, but some also have three, what we call three-axis accelerometers, where they can tell if very accurately if you are accelerating in an upward direction or in a lateral direction, um, you know, or in a sideways direction. Some can also measure your skin temperature. And also your, your skin response to, for example, they can kind of gauge how much you're sweating. So, and others, Melanie, uh, are measuring heart rate as well as even blood sugar levels. So the, so, the, we're really, really getting sophisticated with these, with these different uh, tracking devices. And they're also branching off into more of the wearable and, and associating with wearable tracking uh, and measuring devices, Melanie. So there's some companies now that have, for example, a, a, a type of gym shirt or a T-shirt and that has electronic gadgetry sewn in 
to the actual shirt and it will get stimulated when you're using certain muscles. Like, so when you're doing biceps curls, it'll check, um, you know, the muscles, or the biceps muscles, it'll, it'll monitor their kind of motion underneath by the sensors that are actually in the cloth of the shirt and it'll be able to give you an idea if you're, how your form and function is doing. That's pretty cool. Now, yeah. I, I do have, I have a Fitbit, and the reason I'm not wearing it now, for example, is it starts bothering me. Are they yeah. coming up with these activity trackers? And as you said, in The Biggest Loser, they wear them on their upper arm. Mm. I think that might make me crazy. But this one's on my wrist, and, and they say you should sleep in it because it tracks your sleep mm-hmm. and how many times you wake up and all that. But it's getting uncomfortable when I sweat. It's like mm-hmm. gets tight, so then you loosen yeah. it up a little, and it, I bloat a little. You know, I love to talk about my bloating. So, I mean, what are we doing about the fact that some of these things are not that comfortable? Yeah, I th- well, that's a, that's a great question, Melanie, and I think what the companies are doing is instead of having an additional device that you have to wear, more of the companies are going into integrating them into things that you are already wearing. So, for example, the, uh, uh, the Apple iWatch you know, and, and others that have a, a watch that is, has multiple functions, they are now building trackers and things like that into, for example, a watch that, that someone would ordinarily wear. Things or, you're already wearing. Yeah, and, and also into shoes. You know, uh, Nike and several other of the shoe companies now have the, the tracking devices built into, into the actual sneakers, and they not only will be able to give the GPS, you know, three-dimensional tracking, but they can get an idea of, you know, your, your actual motion, how you're, you know, you're pounding, what, what your gait is, and, and, and in fact can, can uh, even help people to get into a more correct form, you know, depending on what type of running they're wanting to do. If they're wanting to do distance running or, or kind of burst um, high-intensity interval training, that sort of thing. But the, I think so we're going to see a lot more in the future, Melanie, of these technologies that are, are actually integrated to the normal stuff we're wearing, like into gym shirts, into, into gym sh- uh, shorts, into gym shoes. And, and into, uh, for example, watches or, or things that people would ordinarily be wearing, uh, even headbands, you know, so that they can get a, a, an overall idea of what your different muscles are doing in your body in addition to your heart rate, you know, how much you're working out, you're sweating, and, and the rest of it. But, but coming back to what we said before, Melanie, I think the important thing from all of this is if you're using something or if you're monitoring your exercise in some way, however you're doing it, it's going to automatically, you're going to be more likely to be doing that exercise regularly. And particularly if you can see the results, you can correlate, you know, your actual effort with your results. And I think that can motivate a lot of people. I think so too. And I think that it is, we've always known that journaling, keeping track, logging your activity and your calories in and your food has helped you to be accountable. So these things are helping. And I would like the shoe one. I worry about how the cost of that pair of shoes with the tracker in it. And then when your shoes wear down, as we know, you should be changing shoes every three to four months if you're wearing them a lot, then you're getting a new tracker every three to four months. And yeah, well, that's, so, well, that, no, that is a good point, Melanie, and some of them are doing the thing where actually it can slip into a compartment. In the oh, that's cool. See, that would be better. If it can slip back yeah. into a little pocket in the shoe right. and you can just move this little chip or little thing from shoe to shoe, 
But you'd have to buy the, the, the shoes that would be, you know, that would work with it. So that's pretty cool. So what else do you want? We only have about, oh, I don't know, a minute and a half left. What else do you want people to know about these activity trackers? And just give us your top couple. Okay, well, I think the, in, in terms of this recent study that came out of Iowa where they looked at uh, peop- about 60 people and they had them do uh, uh, some aerobic activity, they had them do some resistance training, and they had them do some sedentary activity, and they just asked, you know, which, what are the best trackers for overall for uh, monitoring these? And the ones that came up, the five top ones that they came up with, Melanie, in this study overall were the Body Media Core, the Actigraph GT3X Plus, the Fitbit Flex, the Nike Plus Fuel Band SE, and the Jawbone Up 24. So overall, those do a pretty good job of measuring both your uh, aerobic activity as well as your uh, resistance training and your sedentary activity. The I think the important take-home message for someone out there is, you know, when you're getting an activity tracker, remember... The activity tracker is just only one component. The most, probably the most important or the more important component is when you've done your activity, how it summarizes, and most of them do it through an app on your smartphone or on Well, your we're out of time, John, yep. so you can finish this in the next segment. This awesome. is Melanie okay. Cole. Thanks for listening. Stay well.